What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Optimize You podcast, the place where we help you level up and provide value, everything to help optimize you from mindset, health, nutrition, wellness, and everything in between. Today, we got an awesome topic. But before we dive into it and tell you what that is, Alex, what's going on, my man? What up, dude? I'm pumped to, to be with you again today. We've been recording a lot of episodes lately to get ahead of what's next week. You know, as we're recording, I'm moving next week to Arizona, making the big 24-hour move from Minnesota to Arizona. So getting everything set up, getting all the shit together and trying to get my life together here before... Uh, before that happens. And so we're trying to get a little bit ahead of the podcast because we won't be able to record next week. So I'm good though. It's weather's been good. I've been thinking a lot. I just told you before this, it's like I kind of have my new direction that has everything the last few months. I feel like I kind of strayed away almost for a little bit from where I was going. I was focusing a lot on mindset, identity, all that stuff and stuff that we talk about in the podcast, but I kind of strayed away from, from nutrition from like helping people with weight loss, changing their body composition, all that stuff. And all of this stuff led me back to that, right? How it led me back to the body, led me back to nutrition and just using the vehicle of the mindset of energy gains, of identity shifting to help people and set them up for that success. So it's been, it's been good, brother. How are you doing? Great, man. And that's, that's, super cool that you've landed on that because sometimes we overthink it too much and it's it's awesome that you come back around to it like oh yeah this is the thing and you were kind of whether you were conscious of it or not it was kind of already behind the scenes in the works you were actually already doing it and almost looking for something external and you brought it around full circle like oh yeah this is it and so for you to kind of re reconfirm that is awesome man and it actually kind of segues right into today's topic too is uh, the reason you haven't achieved your dream body yet and that's what we're going to talk about today. We can go over a bunch of different topics, but I would kind of like to start, and I'm sure you want to too, is on the aspect or the topic of mindset. And I know it's a foundational pillar in your program as well as mine, but what comes first to mind if we're talking about that topic in regards to the aspect of mindset? Oh, dude, there's so many things. And I love that we're going to mindset first, because I think that is that is the key. You know, we talk about like I, I talked about how everything kind of came back to, to, you know, body, right. Came back to all this stuff, health, fitness, body composition changes, fat loss, all that stuff that we help our clients with. And the thing that kind of dragged me away was mindset. Cause I'm so obsessed with that. But I also realized that without that, I would never be able to, to keep the, the body that I have. I would never be able to change the body that I have throughout the year and get in better shape. And I would have never gotten in good shape in the first place, right? And I would have never fixed a lot of the struggles that I had with with binge eating and with body comp or body dysmorphia and with all of these things that really held me back for for a long period of time. And so, you know, I think that the first thing that comes to mind is something we've talked about a lot. It's just really understanding what your goals are, what your dreams are. I know we talked about this in one of the previous episodes as well, just with Ed Milet's podcast about 10xing your stuff and how if you can so have good. big dreams right it's it, it's huge and it really like takes a lot of the bullshit out and makes you forces you to 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 find like the past of le path of least resistance when you have these big goals big dreams a big why right i think one thing i like to have my clients do is find their core values stuff that they want to make decisions based off um have have them figure out one thing i've been playing around with as well is like having people find meaning 
in their day, find their strengths, all of this stuff. I think just having clarity around everything that you're that you're currently doing that's holding you back, having clarity about where you want to go and having clarity about your why is one of the biggest things that, that holds people back. Cause I, I find that, you know, people just kind of be like, you see people, they come in and they're like, I want to lose this amount of weight, right? I want to lose this. I want to lose that. I, and, and they're so consumed with the weight loss aspect of it that like, it's, it's, they don't know exactly everything about that, right? They don't, they don't get, why they want this, or we've talked about not being honest with yourself about it, right? It's, it's like they, they're not honest with themselves about this, this whole why that they have, but they might think that, you know, it's, oh yeah, I want to, like, I just, I don't feel good. Right. Oh, I don't feel good. Right. And that's not really, yeah. <laughs> it's probably deeper than that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they hate the way they look, right. They, they found a lot of times, I think that that deep why comes from family, right. I, I have a client recently that, that came back to me after a little while away and, and she had had some, some unfortunate situations in the family come up um, where, where her sister had passed away. And um, it's just terrible, terrible situation. But she's like, I need to figure this out, right? This is, this is the end of the line. Like I need to get, I'm busy. I have a lot of stuff going on. Life's not easy, but I need to be around for my kids. I need to fix this. I need to to make sure that this doesn't happen to me, right? And I think that those kind of things, now, now we're starting to get somewhere when you get deep like that because then that's the fuel, right? That's the fuel. And when you have the fuel, it, there's a lot of different ways you can go to get to your goal. Totally. It's way different than some surface level, I I just want to look better. And and a lot of people tell us that too. And I know you get that a lot. But that's a, a an opportunity for an open conversation for us as coaches to kind of pry and dig a little bit deeper, peel back the layers of the onion and be like, okay, everybody, you know, arguably will come up with that same answer of I want to look better. That's great. That's that's the initial change. But what is the reason to why? And, and if you're not sure, just keep asking yourself why. It's kind of like like be that annoying kid to yourself. Like, well, why do I want to look better? Well, my spouse hasn't looked at me, you know, in the, I don't know how long I can't years. They, they don't look at me the same way they do. Well, why is that? Well, you know, I, I, I do things on a consistent basis during the week that I probably shouldn't, um, that I know I need to change. Well, why? Well, cause I know if I change those habits and you just start chunking down deeper and deeper and deeper and you get somebody to where they get really emotional. And then that's where you get to that core thing that, that you're talking about, Alex, where it's like, okay, that's the reason of why you want to hit some random ass arbitrary scale number that on the surface doesn't mean shit until you actually peel back the layers to it. Now you give it substance. Now you give it meaning. And that's the difference between you being able to get up at a certain time in the morning consistently to get your workout in. If you're, you know, a morning workout person, like that's the the reason of why you'll think two, three, four steps ahead and plan your week out from a nutritional standpoint. So you're not making last minute decisions. It's the reason why of when you're trying to accumulate a specific step count, uh, you get your ass up when you feel lazy and don't feel like doing it, you'll do it. And those are the differences that you need to have kind of in your back pocket to use is that fuel and that energy. Those are the things that push you through. And so if you're thinking to yourself, man, why haven't I not achieved my dream body yet? Ask yourself if you peeled back all the layers to your onion to figure out that core thing that it, what you truly want, almost like as if nobody was in the room and you were just talking to yourself. There's no judgment by anybody. 
we talked about this the other day too. Like you have to be selfish with that reason of what it is that you want, your true core desire and, and why you want it. And if you can do that and you can be non-judgmental about it, I think that's super powerful for people to be able to do that. Um, the other thing that I like doing too, is once somebody has that, I think this kind of segues into the next step is where I take people and that's being able to stretch their mind beyond of what they're currently doing in the present and what they've done in the past. Like I want them to think way ahead. And one of the exercises I get them to do and I ask on my intake form is how many days currently are you working out? If it's zero, that's totally fine. How many days are you willing to commit to work out? And I let them put whatever answer. Usually the people that I work with are when they're first getting started, they're really excited. They'll put like five, six days sometimes. And then we have a conversation on our onboarding call when we chat like this. And I rephrase the question a little bit. How many days are you willing to commit to for the rest of your life? And that gets your mind to stretch a little bit differently versus just going, oh, I want to do this here and now, or I just want to lose the weight really quick and, and get to this amount of body weight, you know, and I, I just want to start and go, 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 go. Not understanding and having the awareness around you've already been doing that over and over and over. This is your 10th diet that you're on right now, and you've repeated the same cycle. So we got to see the commonalities of what you've done in the past, why it didn't work. And then elicit the correct change, set a new standard for yourself where you actually have to stretch yourself so far where you become a different person. It can be done gradually, but from a, a mental standpoint, I want you to stretch yourself so far mentally that you have to become somebody different to be able to achieve that thing that you want. And that's what's going to make it stick for people. If they can just, again, we, we kind of alluded it to the other day, but if they just kind of are able to change and they'll kind of get results, they'll just keep repeating that cycle. It has to be something that's uncomfortable enough to the point where, man, I actually have to become a different person here to achieve this thing. If you think you can stay comfortable in your process and do it, and it's just going to be really simple and every move that you make will be extremely gradual and you'll feel no friction in the process and you'll just be all sunshine and rainbows the whole time. You got to be able to stretch your mind further than that to the point where it does feel uncomfortable. You envision what it could potentially look like, what it would feel like, what it would sound like to be able to achieve those things. And I think once you get your mindset to do that, a good exercise as well is once you have that, take it in the opposite direction. Well, what if I continue to do what I've always done? What if I continue to what if I compare this program that I'm going in right now that is supposedly supposed to change my life and I just treat it like just any old other diet that I've always done in the process or one of those, you know, the same workout schemes that I've done in the past. Like, let me just treat it the same. It's like strap yourself with the mindset of longevity, make it something that you can sustain, stretch your mind so far to the point where you get a little bit uncomfortable, but you're like, man, you know, if, if I buckle down and I become a different person, chances are that I could achieve that thing are pretty high. And when you do that, Man, it gets exciting to see people in that mind frame because now you understand that they got it. They're no longer in a rush to do things. They're, they're not trying to hit this scale number super fast. They're like, I want to make sustainable change, things that I could do forever and ever and ever. If I'm committing to changing my life here, the things that I choose to do on a regular basis, they better be something that I can sustain. Despite them being uncomfortable now, I want to make them my new normal going forward. And by doing that, I know it's inevitable that I'll achieve a different version of myself by doing so. So my advice is to strap yourself with the right mindset, dig to that purpose and why, like Alex is talking about, and then we can start to build off that. And then it gets really fun. What do you think, man? Uh, dude, you talked about a lot of good things that do hold 
that hold people back so much, right? Like the, the quick fix mindset versus the lifestyle. Like, you know, like I love that you said, you know, really pushing it out super far. Like what can you do for life? What can you stick to for life? And that's why I, that's something we're both, we both are on the same page at is like the sustainability aspect of it. The reason why so many people don't achieve their dream body is because they do unsustainable things, right? It's, it's not, you know, it's, it's mindset, right? We talked about the mindset piece of that and like shifting your mindset and putting it out into the future and understanding that we're not just doing this to get to a goal. We're doing this to keep it. We're doing this to have this body for life. And we're doing this so that you can pick up on these and you can actually make these a habit. Um, you know, so many people, you, you see it with a lot of those unsustainable diets like, like keto, which, you know, I think keto is great for certain types of people, very small percentage of the population. It's not something that that you probably want to do long-term, right? If you're going to do it short-term type of diet, right? Like just get rid of inflammation, you know, you know, get your blood sugar um, under control, stuff like that can be very beneficial and it can be beneficial for certain people. But like for the normal person who has no issues with diabetes, who has no issues with inflammation, especially somebody who works out a lot, who's active, like that, that type of plan is not going to work. Like you're going to see these really quick, losses in weight because of water, right? But then it stables out and people think they hit a plateau when they don't understand like that 10 pounds they lost in the first week was due to water, right? And, and then, you know, they get all frustrated, they end up quitting, right? You see this very, 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 a lot of times with that unsustainable nature of, of plants. And you also talked about something else as well. I forgot what it was, but um, you're, you were talking about some other great points within there. But, uh, you know, I think that that is, that is just huge when it comes to just building in the right way, right? Building, building up your habits. And one thing I talk about a lot within mindset is energy, like energy gains. I, I'm a huge advocate for building up your energy, raising your energy levels before trying to, to lose weight, right? Before fat loss, before muscle building. I think that, that when you get, when you feel really good, it really sets the stage to get you to where you want to be. And you're probably going to see, like if, if your goal is fat loss, right? Like you're probably going to see some fat loss, some body composition changes while you increase energy, while you focus on sleep and you get the amount of sleep and you dial in the quality of sleep while you get your water up. You know, I know I'm sure you see the same thing. Water is one of the first things I go out with people because it's generally something that a lot of people don't think about, right? You get people who are drinking like 16 ounces of water, 20 ounces of water, 30 ounces of water. <laughs> When they, they're supposed to be drinking probably upwards of a hundred, right? 100. That's crazy. Like yeah. half their body weight ounces is what we recommend, but it's one of yeah. those simple things like that, that I've seen people where it's like, Oh, we, we go from drinking zero ounces of water to a hundred ounces of water and their whole life changes. Right. And they lose, mm -hmm. lose a bunch of weight. They feel so much better. Their sleep gets a lot better. They're moving more. They, they, you know, they, they're able to develop a, uh, just a quality, consistent exercise routine, just from these simple habits. And I think that, um, what do you think about just, you know, kind of off of that, how, you know, people think that they're, oh, you, what you were saying was, uh, you were basically talking about the magic button away of reason. Like that's, I think that's another thing that, that came to mind when you were talking is like that a huge thing that holds people back. And it's kind of the unsustainable thing as well as like hitting that magic button, thinking that there's this like teleportation device that gets them to their goal, right? Which is just not, not the nature. And, and we both have seen people come through our program that, that 
thought that way, right? And didn't see any sort of results because they didn't put the work in. And and in the end of the day, I, I don't think people ever achieve anything when they don't put in hard work, right? You might get to the goal, but but without actually putting in that hard work on a regular basis, you're not going to stay there, right? And you might get there somehow. Sometimes people get to the goal without putting in hard work, but then generally that falls back, you know, as they kind of fall back into those normal routines and patterns and all that shit. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, you see it quite often. My goal is always to try to nip it right away and lay the groundwork and the foundation. We can do the best job that we possibly can. And of course we can always evolve and become better. And we take little nuggets with us and, and try to, you know, become a level up going forward in the future. But sometimes people are unwilling to grasp the concept and establish, or they think that the mindset or something as simple as like, stress or lack of sleep is something that they could just breeze over and they could still get the result. When in fact, I put my things in a very specific order. I've rearranged them to put them in order of priority on a weekly check-in. And I ask them in those orders, because for example, you know, if somebody's nutrition, let's say they're hitting their macros really well, but their sleep is shit. Well, it doesn't matter how well you're eating if you're putting yourself behind the eight ball to start your day off every single day, right? If we're increasing the amount of uh, ghrelin from a hormone, if we're talking hormones that, which by the way is your hunger hormone, because we're at a lack of sleep or we're sleep deprived, we're going to be battling things over here from a nutritional standpoint where our body's going to want cravings, right? It's going to crave sugar. It's going to crave highly palatable foods. We're also going to elevate our cortisol levels, right? And all these things happen. Whereas on the surface, somebody just goes, Oh, you know, I'll just, I'll just get uh, it, it's, it's okay. If I just get four hours of sleep or if, if I just get, if I'm sleep deprived every day, as long as I'm doing my workouts and it's like, well, hold on here. Let's, let's take a look at your sleep. These are in order of priority. And let's make sure that we're maximizing that first to give you the biggest energy, the biggest battery. Let's fill that thing up completely so that we can maximize all the other things. And so I think a lot of people overlook the simple stuff that are laid out in a protocol for them or thinking that I'm not going to say that they're too good for it, but they don't uh, demand a specific level of, of importance on those things. And they think they could just breeze over them, which then, which by the way, when we were talking habits, which is a habit that will trickle into other things too, as well, right? Like you start to make excuses on something over here. You just become a person that you've associated that as part of your identity is like, Hey, it's okay for me to justify things and, and make excuses and negotiate with myself. I'll do it over here too. And before you know it, you're starting to negotiate everything right? Like, oh, it's okay if I miss my steps today. Ah, well, you know what? Um, I got a meeting that came up so I can just push my workout to tomorrow. Tomorrow turns into two days. Two day oh man, we're at the end of the week. I'm already running into my next set of workouts. So I might as well just skip those and start, you know what I mean? So it becomes this trickle effect. It's like this, this chain reaction that happens and those habits can compound extremely fast. Uh, so I just encourage people to make sure that that habit is serving you if you're deciding consciously to keep it on your side because it will affect things later down the road. Um, one of the other things I wanted to talk about too was permission. And what I mean by that is giving yourself permission to want a specific thing. If we're talking about a dream body, a dream physique, an ideal or optimal version of you from a health standpoint, I want you to know that it's okay to give yourself permission to want those things. 
I think we think so much of what other people's opinions are of us and what our thoughts are and how we're going to be judged or perceived that let's say, for example, I want to walk around year round with a six pack. Like that's something that I really want. Right. Or I want to be able to walk around with a cutoff shirt and, and just my arms super jacked. But in the back of my mind, if I'm worried about what somebody else thinks or like, oh, that's a stupid vanity goal. Right. Or, oh, you, you're, you're, uh, you know, what's the word? Like you're, you're super into yourself or you're, you're like super selfish by wanting that goal. If my thoughts on that, this, this health and, and fitness journey and, and achieving what it is that you want is already difficult. So I encourage one of the biggest things is like, first and foremost, give yourself permission to want the thing that you actually want. And then two, you have to be able to turn the volume knob down on the noise of every, everybody else. And if you can do those things, your journey is going to be so much more fun, so much more rewarding because you'll actually do the things that are laid out because you know you're going towards something that you actually truly want, not just something that somebody else wants or like this idea that you're like, oh, instead of me, you know, I, I really want to look good with my shirt off, but I'm going to tell the public and tell my coach that, uh, I want to live a healthy lifestyle, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I get that a lot. And I'm just like, because it'll come up in conversation, right? Like they, they may not say, to, say that to me in a goal setting session, but they'll say it like in passing or in text, like, where it's like, man, you know what? Like I, you know, I'm kind of embarrassed to take my shirt off. It's like, oh, that's what you really want. Like, you know, and then we, we uncover it and now we can kind of reframe it and put it at the top and kind of make that our, our focus. But I, I really just want to give people permission to want the thing that you actually want. And it's okay. And the, the better you can quiet the noise and the opinions of other people that, by the way, don't matter anyways. Like everybody's so concerned with themselves that trust me, they may say or you might think they're thinking something, but they're thinking consciously about themselves, about what other people are thinking about them, right? Everybody cares about themselves. So when you remind yourself of that, at the end of the day, it's something like that. So small, we let get to us a lot of times and it blocks us. It slows us down from wanting the thing that we actually want. Now we're going towards something that we think other people want for us. Right. And so we're going towards this like meaningless goal. It's like, dude, this goal's stupid. I don't even want it. You know, it just yeah. sounds cool when I say it. So oh, I, don't know, I see that a lot. Well, we talked about that a few episodes ago as well. It's like, I've struggled a lot with, with my why, and, and like the reason why I, I go after things like trying to have that whole thing that sounds so good to other people, right? Oh, I really want to just like help as many people as possible. Like <laughs> I, I want to help. I want to help people. Don't get me wrong. But like I, we talked about this, but I, I want like what I've kind of deep down in my core. I just want freedom, like time, freedom, financial yeah. freedom, totally. the ability to do fun things throughout the week, the ability to set my schedule up, the ability to not have to worry about bills and, and rent payment and, you know, going on a trip, like the ability to do that, like that's, that's my, my true goal and my true reason why, or I guess my true reason why I want to, to really go after, go after these things. And uh, one thing that comes to mind when you're talking about that as well is, is, you know, with people thinking about other, worrying about other people, what their judgments are, like, potentially disappointing people, having people say like, you've changed, like, oh, yeah. this donut, like, come on, you know, like the, the yeah. peer pressure shit is, is a lot of it with the identity change. Cause that's what we're doing here, right? Like with, with people they come in, it's identity change. A lot of it is with mindset. It's like, we're, you're a certain type of person. Now we need you to become this type of person that achieves your goal, right? 
become this, you know, put new labels on yourself, break these limiting beliefs. We've talked about this before in prior episodes. But one thing that, that I've realized through the last few months is like the present moment is where all that happens, right? And so us worrying about other people's judgments, us worrying about what other people are thinking, us worrying about the past and something we did yesterday, all this stuff drags us out of the present moment is going to make it so that we kind of go back to our unconscious patterns, right? We, we are unconsciously doing what we've done for the last 10 years, which for somebody who's trying to shift their identity is going to make it so you do the things that you don't want to do, right? You unconsciously go grab that candy bar. Um, you unconsciously go get the ice cream, you know, when you're trying to eat a little bit more quality foods, you unconsciously, um, you know, just watch tons and tons of, of TV, you unconsciously, you know, just sit on the couch for long periods of time and scroll. You unconsciously do a lot of other habits and addictions that you have that, that pull you away from that person you're trying to be. And so one thing I've focused heavily on myself that's helped me here is first off, like meditating a few times a day and just focusing on my breath, like focusing. I talked about this on a previous episode as well, focusing on counting my breath from one to 20 and then restarting back at one and counting up. I think I talked about that on the previous episode and uh, doing that for five to 30 minutes, a few times a day, right? Or, or, you know, if you only have a few minutes, do it for a few minutes. Um, I do these things called 15 second resets where I close my eyes and I just count five breaths, right? You can do this throughout the whole day. It's going to be a great way to relieve stress. Also going to bring you back to the present moment, right? Gratitude's a good way. If you can, can express some gratitude for something in your, in your, you know, the moment in front of you, that brings you into the present moment. All these things, the more we can stay in the present moment, the more we can make the shifts that are going to allow us to become the version of ourselves. that's going to allow us to, to develop the habits that are going to allow us to get to that dream body. And so I've done that and, and there's going to be resistance, right? I, I think I've talked about this as well, like letting go, resistance, relax, right? You're going to feel resistance relax, right? Allow it to pass. Allow yourself to feel the emotions that you're going to feel throughout a day. Like we're supposed to feel a wide range of emotions. It's a amazing thing that our bodies can feel, you know, just pure sadness, depression, and also just pure ecstasy, joy, bliss, all of these things. It's tough, but allow yourself to, to feel those emotions. Allow yourself to let go. Allow yourself to, to, to let go of resistance that comes up throughout the day. And, and continue to push past and continue to be in the present moment and continue to make decisions as that dream version of yourself. And you'll continue moving towards that dream body, that dream version. Totally. And I think just being able to consciously be aware and ingrain, you, you brought up subconscious, right? And so I'm big on that too. And if those of you that aren't quite aware of, in the context of what we're talking about, your subconscious is going to run the majority of your day. It's the autopilot version of your mind. And so our brains are just like computer chips. So knowing and understanding how our bodies and brains operate is super important in your journey to get to where it is that you're trying to go. In today's topic, we're talking about achieving your dream body. If you're not conscious and aware of that, you're in a reactive state, your subconscious is taking over and it's whatever you're allowing in, um, to, to be your record. It's, it's, it's allowing to be your life. And that's what your current circumstance is now knowing how our brain operates and knowing, okay, if our subconscious is over 90% of our thoughts th through the day, and that's essentially how we're acting and operating on that, even down to simple things like 
our body being able, it's, it's the things that we don't have to think about, whether we're breathing, um, the thoughts that are going through our mind, our organs being able to function and digest food. Like we're literally on autopilot for the majority of our day. I heard some crazy stat too, where it was like by age 35, um, it, it was the percent, I can't remember the percentage off the top of my head, but it was even more so than what the average person is below that, right? Meaning that your, your autopilot mechanism goes up exponentially as soon as you get around age 35 and above. So even more incentive to be more conscious and aware. So I think it's one of those things like every single day, if you have the ability to spend five or 10 minutes, this is how super important this is to remind yourself of what it is that you want. When it can get pushed to the back burner, you can just go through your day to day and you understand the X's and O's, like the tactical things. You're like, yes, I understand. I need to clean up my food. I understand. I need to prioritize sleep. I understand. I need to accumulate a certain amount of steps. Like those are all the X's and O's. But what I'm talking about is ingraining your chip, your, your memory, your, your subconscious, it's a treat it like a computer. And by doing that, you consciously think and are aware of what your desire is, what it is that you want regardless of any if, ands, or buts and, and how you feel going into it, if you can do one thing and be so disciplined with that for five to 10 minutes every single day and you don't miss, you will, and, and you actually truly try to dive in and, and think about the thing that you want. I promise you what you're doing is you're feeding that subconscious more and more every single day to where that becomes your autopilot. That becomes, now your autopilot is no longer what's going on in the news and what's so in who's so-and-so dating and just all this bullshit that's being fed to you. You're actively filling your subconscious with things to marinate and think on because you're actively taking the first five to 10 minutes of your day to set the tone, to set the standard for yourself. And eventually you'll have to think about it less and less and less because now your subconscious is on your side. It's working for you. Now your autopilot is aligned with the things that you want to do. Whereas I see most where most people miss it is they think that's too stupid or they think they're better than it um, or they'll do it for a couple of days and they just skip. And one day turns into a week, which turns into a month, which turns into, oh, I'm no longer thinking about what I want anymore. And I'll just bring it up out of convenience if I happen to look down on a piece of paper that I wrote it and like, oh, yeah, that's what I want. Right. If you're in that, if you're in that boat and you're reminding yourself out of convenience, um, imagine how much your subconscious is still cluttered and filled with shit that's going to be. And that's your autopilot. That's how we're operating. So the cool thing is, is we have the ability to change it when we understand how our bodies work and operate. And it starts with putting the conscious at the forefront, which in turn, the more consistent we are with that, it'll feed our subconscious, our autopilot, knowing we're going to operate on that throughout the majority of our day. So I just wanted to say that. Oh, dude, I, I use this. I'm, that's why I'm so big on, on reminders on my phone. Yeah. I have like five reminders that go off in the morning after I get up. One of them, it's a fucking miracle that you were born to have another opportunity today to experience the perfection of life in every moment in front of you. Soak it in. Seeing that every moment, every day, it wires it in. It wires in. And you just got that on repeat every day. Got it every day. I got it every day. I also have a thing. I have unwavering faith that God and the universe have my back and actually everything is going to work out exactly how it should. Over the course of a month or two, oh. like that creates faith and belief on top of all the stuff that I'm doing, right? Just on top of following through. That's why following through, we've talked about this a lot, following through, keeping the promises you made to yourself, starting small, sustainable, 
That's why sustainability is so key is because if you are not able to keep the promises you're making on a daily basis, this is why I'm such a big fan of the power list. And I live and breathe this thing. I do it every morning, every night before I go to bed. One of the last things I do is I look at my calendar. What do I got for the next day? What are my five critical tasks for the day? And then I do whatever I can within my power the next day to keep all those promises and get them done no matter how long it takes. And, you know, you get better after doing that of figuring out what can you accomplish in a day? Because I remember at the start of it, I would sometimes way overcommit myself. And it was like, I'm not oh, going to be able to finish me this, too. right? So like the time management skills get a little bit better. I'm like, okay, what's going to challenge me, but be able to get done in a day, right? So you kind of get better at doing that. But when you're doing that, you're building confidence, right? You're building confidence. You're building belief in yourself. I think that's the best way to build belief in yourself is by having the evidence I think Hermosi talks about this is like the best way to do this, build evidence that you are the person you say you are or that you are that dream version of yourself, right? We want to almost build evidence of that you are switching into that identity and you are living life as that dream badass version of yourself. If you continue to do that, if you continue to make decisions as if, if you continue to, to be able to do those things on your list with intention, those habits, Simple things like water, right? Maybe maybe all you're doing right now is you're working on water and you're working on um, a good nighttime routine to to calm down before sleep so that you can optimize your sleep, right? If you like, those are two simple things. If you do those day after day for two weeks, they're probably going to start to become habit for you. You can probably add some more things in, but guess what? You've done two weeks of the things you've told yourself you're going to do. And so you develop that much more confidence. But I think that people don't look at it enough times either. They just, they just write it off, right? Like remind yourself, like just look at, like maybe you have a weekly reminder where you look back at, at the, the week and you're like, okay, what, like, how did I do this week? You know, what did I do? Because like, you'll be look you'll back, you look back and be like, oh shit, I kept all the promises this week. I did everything on my power list. I got seven W's, right? Cause that's what I do at the end of the day. Circle that fucking W on the top of the page. If you get that, if you get that, um, everything done on there with intention, but also something I started doing after we, we watched that, uh, podcast with, um, Ed, my and, uh, Benjamin, what's the guy's Hardy. name? Benjamin, Benjamin Hardy. Hardy, Hardy, Benjamin Hardy. Um, he, he talked about at the end of the day, I think he talked about doing the journaling of like how you're better today than you were mm. in the last 24 mm -hmm. hours. I started doing that because I'm like, okay, this is a, a great way to one, build that confidence build that positive mindset and just show yourself the evidence that you're growing. Right. Cause that's, that's a big thing is like people don't remind themselves enough of their growth and of them getting of them doing what they're saying, they're saying they're going to do and of them moving into the, to the next best version of themselves every day. So I think that's like a key, key thing that comes to mind. So crucial. And I think being in that zone, I, I'm just going to call it a zone, being in that zone of knowing you're propelling yourself in the right direction, like what Alex is talking about, comparing maybe even taking five minutes to journal at the end of the year and creating that evidence for yourself. Because what it does is it drives your belief in self, even when you can't see the thing yet. Like maybe it's it's still kind of blurry. Maybe, you know, it's kind of like abstract. It's out there, but you know, you're getting closer. Keep proving to yourself you are through incremental change and your belief will start to rise and rise and rise. And then you start to make like, maybe it starts small at, at first in which we highly recommend, Alex and I both recommend like start small, start basic. Um, and, and that by far done consistently 
will outwaver anything that you do extraordinary every once in a while. Like, so I'm a huge fan of just like chipping away, staying consistent, because at some point you will get those hockey stick uh, areas of improvement, meaning like you're incremental, incremental. And then all of a sudden you just like 90 degree, almost like straight up. And that happens because it's a compounding effect of you doing the fundamentals over like excessively, almost obsessively to the point where you are trying to become an expert at the fundamentals and the basics. And when you can do that, things get really, really cool. I want to take that a step further. Let's say you're doing that and you're, you're believing in yourself with new evidence that you're proving on a day-to-day basis. One of the things that I want to encourage you to help stay in that zone, in addition to everything that we talked about, is not getting too high and not getting too low. So not getting too high on your wins, like it's cool to celebrate. And I encourage everybody to do that but then be able to get out of that groove and right back into your pocket of, okay, I got to stay even keeled here. And one of the sayings that's helped me do that for so long is one of my favorite coaches uh, that coached me growing up. He had us right on our batting gloves was so what, and having the, so what mentality never allows you to get so high. And if you're really down in the dumps it never gets you too down and too low down there too, because you, after everything that happens, let's say, you, you hit a, a, a grand slam. Cool. So what? Now what? You got to come back to the plate again. You got to go play defense. And then on the same thing, you, you strike out, you're 0 for 3 with 3Ks, two of them looking. Like, so what? You got to come back to the plate again. The, the, we got another game tomorrow in the series. Like, you got to be able to come back and be resilient in your process. It's the same. It's no different with health and fitness. When you hit a PR in the gym, great. Let's celebrate, right? Let's let's drink some pre-workout. <laughs> let's cheers. Let's do it. I'll give you a high five, a fist bump, right? Like, but then we got to go back to so what? And same thing if you had a shitty day or your body's sick or you're in a recovery mode or you haven't been as consistent as you feel like you are. So what? We got to change something, right? And so having that mindset of so what I think helps you stay really even keeled. I'm saying this because I'm trying to say a reminder to myself. I almost need to write it back down where I can see it every single day um, because I will catch myself riding the highs and riding the lows too low. When in actuality, this I'm not saying don't celebrate those things and don't sit and dwell and like comprehend and where you can make adjustments on the low parts. But uh, once you have that data, it's okay to move forward and, and get right back in your groove of things. I'm actually wearing a wristband too. If you guys like Cam Haynes, uh, one thing that he says is nobody cares, work harder, right? So his things like, dude, great. Congratulations. Like you crushed it, but nobody cares, work harder. And so I love that. And so the, the thing that I like, the phrase that I like using is the, so what, because it also, um, you know, encompasses both the highs and the lows. So whatever phrase you guys like to use, that's just one that I use. And, and I was wearing a Cam Haynes bracelet. So I thought I'd share that too. It's the same, it's the same idea. I love it, dude. I think that's, that's huge something I don't do enough. You know, I've definitely had my fair share of riding that roller coaster of highs and lows. And oh, yeah. uh, I think that one thing we've talked about on this podcast before, which probably everything we've talked about on this podcast before is uh, less learning the lessons of the lows too. Like, you know, those failures or those things. I, I loved, you know, the whole, like there's not anything such as failure rejection. Like there's just lessons. You know, I think that we can learn a lesson for everything. And that's why that whole activity of journaling, like how you're better in the last 24 hours, I think can be huge because it's going to help you reframe some of those situations of uh, like, I had a thing the other day where, you know, it was like a negative comment on social media from somebody that, that I knew. 
And uh, to be honest, like I looked at it and I was like, if I'm honest with you, maybe there's some validity to it, right? Like there's some validity to the, to the comments. Like I, it, to be honest, like, like back in like middle school and high school at times, I wasn't like the best person in the world. You know, I think that's some of the reason why I do some of the stuff I do is like, I felt like in the past I've been selfish. I've sometimes followed the crowd. I've done things out of validation, trying to make my, you know, trying to look good, trying to make more friends, all that stuff, right? Like I think everybody kind of does that, but, um, you know, also understanding I'm a completely different person now than I was even, you know, yesterday, last week, a year ago, three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, which is not even back to high school yet. <laughs> I mean, like, like it's like way, it's way different, but understanding that like, you know, I was able to grow from that experience. Like of like, it, it got in my head a little bit. I was like, fuck, like, why, why is this person saying this? Like, why, why, you know, why have I had like these negative comments recently, but also like learning to let go. You know, I've been getting a lot better with letting go. And just that thing at the end of the day allows me to look at these things that maybe I viewed and reframe them and learn the lesson from them as opposed to letting them just sit there and then come up later and, you know, run my life or run my thoughts or take, you know, my actions in a different route than I want them to. So I think that's uh, just something that comes up from what you were talking about too. It's awesome, man. And one of the last things I want to leave people with here in terms of being successful and achieving your dream body here is remind yourself that the only person you should be comparing yourself is to yourself. A lot, so many people are going to get caught up looking at their friends, looking at somebody that they admire and use those for inspiration, use those for motivation. But the second you start comparing your first chapter to their 20, it's, it's a short end road. And when you can realize that, like Alex is saying, at the end of the day, if you can journal and prove to yourself and give yourself the evidence that you're better than you, not that you're still behind so-and-so, because you might always be behind so-and-so. They might have their training age might be well beyond yours and they might have a huge you know, array of experience compared to you. So that's going to be very hard for you to catch up. Use it as inspiration. But the second you start putting yourself down in the dumps for it, ground yourself, bring yourself back, have that self-awareness that you're comparing you against you, prove the evidence that how you were better today. And if you weren't better today, what's something that you want to change and go into tomorrow? Maybe you change your, your uh, would you call it out, your power five? The power list? Yeah, the power list. So yeah, maybe yeah. you change yeah. something on your power list going into tomorrow that's specific to um, to help prove that at the end of the day tomorrow, when you do the same exercise, you can write something different down, whereas you might have missed the day before. And I like how uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy also says he puts it in the verbiage of I don't have failures, failures are gains. And so can you gain something from that failure? And when when you reframe it like that, you look as it at it as something being beneficial, meaning like there's always going to be a lesson in there, whether you're a Jocko fan and you like to say good, uh, regardless of something happening, it's the same thing. Like, what can I pull from that, that I can take with it? Because in the failures, in the tough times, in the shitty scenarios, in the friction, uh, arena, like where it's going to be very challenging, you can always take something from it. It's easy by default. The average person is going to succumb to those feelings and their emotions and feel down in the dumps and feel terrible and, and feel bad and, and get caught up emotionally. That's average. That's what the average person does. So anybody who's listening to this, we are assuming that you have aspirations to become a better version of yourself. 
you're very growth mindset oriented. Maybe you're struggling because you, you're not quite sure how to get there. And that's why you're pulling value and extracting it from something like our podcast, which is phenomenal. So we're going to take it that you're not average. And if you are average, you're looking to go in the direction of not being average in terms of your decision, in terms of your body, in terms of your mindset, in terms of all that stuff. And so if, if that's you, I encourage you to look at the things that you deem as failures and see what wins and gains you can, because that's where the real gains are actually made. Like where can you pull from that to maybe put it as something as simple as your end of day journal to give yourself that, uh, that absolute hundred percent conviction with evidence that you are improving and getting better. So good, dude. I don't know if I know if I have anything to add to that. I think that that whole, all that stuff is amazing. Yeah, don't compare yourself to anybody. Like it's just a, it's a loser's game. You're never gonna win it. It's a loser's game. It's it can be difficult for sure to not do it at times, but it's never gonna it's never gonna work out, right? You know, there's some people you don't know what they're on, right? They could be on something. They could be doing. Oh, it for dude, 30 that, years. that's huge. Yeah, yeah. like there's they could be doing it for thirty years. They could have a lot more time than you. Like some people, totally. Like you just don't have as much time as other people. Like they they can spend two hours in the gym every day. Maybe you can only get twenty minutes in. Like that's cool. Meet yourself where you're at and work from there. Right. Meet yourself where you're at and work from there. Eventually, you'll get closer to where this person is who's been working out for thirty years, or you know who is really good at prioritizing their time and planning and scheduling and. And, you know, they're doing all the things, right? But you can't all, do all the things right away. You got to start with one thing and you got to build from there. So this is good though, dude. I think this is good. People probably didn't expect that. Uh, maybe they did. If they've been watching us, they maybe expected that we were going to go to, to mindset, <laughs> and, mindset. To yeah. and failures and all that stuff. Because really it's the groundwork for everything, it is. right? It's it's really what sets you up for success. It's really what is is the reason that you keep it. Right, which is all that matters. I don't give a fuck if you get down to your goal if you don't keep it. Like we're not the type of coaches that just want to get people a bunch of cookie cutter shit, quick fix stuff, instant gratification. Get to your goal, and then I'll toss you out because eventually you'll come back because you gain the weight back. Right? That's what a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. What's the point? Exactly. It's stupid. You know, it's so it's just it's ruining people's lives, um, making you know them think that they're a failure. Right. And that's not what we want. So hopefully this has been helpful. If it was, as always, like if you have somebody who could benefit from this, make sure you share it with them. Otherwise, you know, if you're not subscribed already, make sure you subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple so that you don't miss our episodes going forward. We release them every Tuesday. And then I do a, an episode on Thursday that's about letting go of myself, overcoming myself, just my, my own journey. So um, we appreciate you guys watching, listening on a weekly basis. And we hope you have a good rest of the week.